In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast elf is the one and only. Oh, 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 Travis Rats here. I don't I don't think elves ho ho ho. I think just Santa ho ho ho's. Now that now I feel like I don't think it's overt racism, but I feel <laughs> like I'm being racist against yeah, elves. I feel like you're putting something on like what if this is the elf who's like Santa's apprentice and he like wants to be Santa and he's okay. like one day little elf you'll take my <laughs> spot. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. Can I tell you what it was, uh, Josh? What I was feel it? like I often go with like a gremlin or high type <laughs> voice, and I didn't want to do that. And I you thought want to you were going to be a gentleman and just let me have it. <laughs> uh, so uh, on this podcast, we talk about comic books. Uh, we do a comic book club. Uh, it's a book club, but with comics. We have some guests on. Today is one of our variant episodes, folks. So you're turning, in, you're tuning in to us. And it's a very special episode, Travis. Mm-hmm. It's it's Josh our pubes for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the after school special. <laughs> uh, so on this episode, this is our yearly our yearly comic book Christmas list episode. AKA I can say slash that. anniversary episode. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, so this is the second time we've done comic book Christmas. Uh, this would be the second year we're rolling into the second full year of the podcast, right? That's no. Right. Yeah, no, we just finished our second year of the yep. podcast. Two years. And we're going two years, two years podcast and strong. That's right. The Pacific Ocean can't keep this down, mm-mm, man. Mm-mm, the Pacific mm-mm. Ocean and time zones be damned. Yep. We're only limited <laughs> by our Skype connection, which can be a little hairy sometimes. It can, especially when like a typhoon hits you or some <laughs> shit like that. Last uh, week. Kaiju I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> The, the soothing, subtle undertones of rain pitter-pattering on a roof during last week's episode. <laughs> it was nice. It was, it was kind of it was soothing. I enjoyed it. Uh, so let's talk, let's talk comic book Christmas list. Do you want to do Christmas list first or do you want to do trailers I think, first? I think we should do trailers first and lead into the comic book Christmas. All right. I like that. Yeah. So this is the time of year when everybody dumps their trailers for all the movies <laughs> coming out next year. So this is what it started off so hopeful. Hey, guys, this is the time of year when everyone just fucking dumps their trailers dumps. on us. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good dump. It's like it's like after you, after you drank too many beers at night the next yeah. morning, that dump, it's a good dump. Uh, and so everybody is getting rid – everybody's like uh, showing their, um, their, their movie trailers and they all came out. And so we should, we should go over these trailers really quick. So let's right. – do you want to start on a high note? Are we, we going to do – we're going to do four trailers, right? Four tra- yeah, four okay, trailers. Okay, so let's do it this way. Um, okay. We're going to go from worst to best. We're not going to say what we think the worst is. <laughs> we're gonna, at the same time, we're going to go one, two, three, and then we say it. And if we get it, okay. then we jump into it. Ready? All worst right, trailer. Okay. One, two, three. Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> it was a mess. It was it's a so mess bad. of a trailer, right? I don't <laughs> under- understand what's going on. And here's the thing. I watched all of the Transformers movies, like hate watched them. I don't know why. The last one wasn't bad. It was bad, but there were dinosaur robots, and so I forgave some of the terribleness of it. But this trailer is just a pile of Michael Bay garbage. It, it, <laughs> it looks it, – it's – you know when you're a kid and before you have any sense of the world and you only have images and you don't have the power of language to communicate – it's like that. It's like a fe- it's like a it's like a two year old's fever dream, where it's just like <laughs> like they've been playing with their action figures in the rug all day, just crapping their diapers, and they go to sleep, and it's just images of like robots and cars and and chunks of metal, and it's just, just flying everywhere, <laughs> just flying everywhere. So here's what I don't know, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir, no, Anthony I'm taking back. Hopkins. I'm taking back the knighthood after this. <laughs> now okay, I just call him so, Tony. I call him Tony Hop. Now that's Tony that's Hop. his name. Okay, so I just got off the high 
of Westworld, right? Yeah. The high of a beautiful season of Westworld. And then the dulcet, soothing tones of Sir Anthony Hopkins are introing the Transformers trailer to me. You went from, like, the the best version of robots to, like, the worst version of robots within a month. <laughs> uh, but it sounded – his voice sounded wonderful. Yeah, it did. It sounded soothing. <laughs> it was, like – it was – that his voice was the only thing keeping like me from smashing my my, my iPad. <laughs> I think like I I feel like if he could he could like read the phone book to me and I'd yeah. be like that's a that's a damn fine phone book. Pizza. That's hunt. a. <laughs> oh, you said it was pizza. I, <laughs> I like you're gonna keep your impression very brief. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> All right. So um, second, yeah, so no, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I guess okay. I got a few more things to say about Transformers. <laughs> All right, let's hear. It. Let's hear. Okay, it. one, I never, I, I watched the last one, but I never finished it. I never got to the the dinosaur robots in the last Transformers. So I put in <laughs> all that work, and I probably shut it off like ten minutes before the Dinobots came in. So uh, I'm not going but back and watching. It. I'm not going back and watching it. So here's those... the problem: Grimlock doesn't talk, so it's not as good. He doesn't Grimlock. go me, Grimlock. Me, Grimlock. <laughs> That's all well, I yeah, need. Go, that's, a, that's well, no, fuck it. I did it for you, so you're good. <laughs> and then we talked about like there's, you know, why not just make a straight up adaptation of the cartoon? Yeah, you know, like why not just like shot for shot? Because put, put Mark Wahlberg in there. And I don't think there's enough day. people in the cartoon. There's not enough people in the cartoon. There's oh, not enough humans. Yeah, you, you gotta have. You gotta. There's there's no humans in any Michael Bay movies. <laughs> but but there are. But have they're you seen like bad boys. It's basically robots. <laughs> You know, the, the Bad Boys 4 is on the horizon, my no, friend. No, is Bad it? Boys... Yeah. <laughs> all right, I agree with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm all right with Bad Boys 4. So, second movie. Second, second movie. So, second worst. Okay. Second worst. I'm, Three. I don't think, I don't think we're going to meet on this one. But I, we probably are. Oh, probably are. not. Probably. Uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. What, what are my... What are my uh... Okay, here we go. Three, right. two, one. Planet, Planet of the, of the Apes. Apes. I Got feel it. like you weren't gonna say that, but you did because no, I no no said no it. I I I didn't even okay. watch the last Planet of the Apes, man. I'm not I'm not I'm not part of that. I watched the original ones when I was a kid and loved them, but I did not watch the Rise of the was it, it I went the first one that was that Rise first one was it was just Planet of the Apes Planet I think. of the Apes then no was, wait it's Rise no whatever one that what's his name is in Franco the Franco's in one first I don't know what that one's yeah. called it might just, I don't think it's called Planet of the Apes it's I like think it's called uh. Beginning Planet of the, the apes, apes, aping around. <laughs> That's what it is. We're just aping around. <laughs> uh, and then this Rise of the Planet of the Apes is the second one. Yeah. That one is phenomenal. Is it? So it I got to watch good. that is what you're saying? What's it? Uh, Jim Gordon is in it. Uh, oh, what's his... that's right. He is. Um Shit! Sorry, Geek World. <laughs> Fuck! They're yelling at us right now, Josh. He's really, he's really at good us in so it. So hard. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to look the it professional. Up, I, no, I'm um, not going to do it. I love Mozart. I love Mozart. I love him in the professional. Gary Oldman. Thank you, sir. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman's in it. Uh, it's fantastic. I, I have like a deep love for Planet of the Apes. Uh, it reminds me of like watching syndicated television in the uh, on like Sunday mornings when Planet of the Apes would be on back when I was a kid. Um, but I love Planet of the Apes. This one looks good. And on yeah. my scale, so there's a large chasm between Transformers and Planet of the Apes yeah. and the four we're talking about. Uh, it looks the computer graphics of those damn apes. Andy Serkis might as well be an ape. He might as they might as well have just yeah. That made op- him the that. opening shot of the on the beach with the ape, you know, riding the horses yeah. and stuff like that. That looks. I mean, the CGI in that. It, yeah, it's and the orangutan. Yeah, like the orangutan turns his head, and you're like, that's a that's a goddamn a orangutan. Damn good orangutan. <laughs> That's that's a that's a good looking orangutan. That's uh, can we get Anthony Hopkins? Oh, sh- Anthony Hopkins do the voiceover. Oh, <laughs> a phone call, Travis. That's my mom. That's Bush, that's Bush League, buddy. Still Two years of podcasting. <laughs> I just put mine on silent, so I. My mom was say- like, "You're not talking about those Planet of the Apes, are you? You know, you get scared when you watch those movies." <laughs> mom, I'm on the podcast. And I'm an adult now. I'm an adult. I will watch scary movies. I want to watch scary movies. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I think um, the did you get Anthony Hopkins to do the oh, Anthony Hopkins do the, <laughs> the voiceover for it? Uh, but you know what? Even uh, Circus as Caesar sounds good though. He's had, like he has a, he's got a good voice. Andy Circus sounds good. Uh, but 
I don't I don't know that I'm Woody Harrelson in it. I'm a little I'm a little leery about Woody Harrelson. I think he looks but, he looks like a badass in it. He looks kind of like Matthew McConaughey was he looked like what Matthew McConaughey was trying to do in that dragon movie. Remember that or he movie looks like where a, he was where he was trying yeah. to like kill dragons and shit? Reign of Fire. Yeah, he looks like uh but he does he looks like himself in natural born killers too. He's got the shaved head. I guess you Woody know. Harrelson doesn't really look like anything else but Woody Harrelson in yeah, every movie yeah. he's in. Yeah. But my my problem is it was good until Woody Harrelson Woody. delivers the uh, the tagline for the movie. I guess it really will be a Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, that was a little much. That was a little much. All right, dude. So, that was the that was like the trailer was great, and then he's like, "I guess it really will be a Planet of the Apes." And, and then he, and then he put his sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And it goes into the CSI. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Uh, so. Uh, this is where I think we're not – I, I want to know whether we're going to agree or not. I want to know if we're going to agree. So, uh, three, two, one. Spider-Man Spider- Homecoming. Are, yep, we're I on. feel like you're just – No, like you're we, we're on the same time here. I, this is my <laughs> This is my straight up. This is what I believe. Why right, wouldn't right. – So, But here's the thing. I don't want to mention the next movie, but the next movie not only had uh, – uh, number one movie not only had a good trailer – but it's just naturally what I'm most excited to see based yes, on yeah, what was in yeah. the first one. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. trailer looks great, but I don't have the the hype the built up. Yeah, from you don't the, the hype. The of... first, all I have is him in Civil War. So Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, favorite moment, go. My favorite moment, sitting in the cafeteria with his friend. And they're talking about that that's, girl. That's really good. And he goes, good. Yeah. we, we got to stop. We should probably stop staring. That, I was like, yeah, no, that's high school. Yep, that's I, it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's some quality dialogue right yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. there was something that felt very earnest and nerdy about it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this they they're gonna do a high school movie. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah, I, I, here's my thing: make it seventy percent taking place within a high school too. Like have a lot of classroom scenes, have a lot of cafeteria scenes. I want like as much of the school. You think about it: if we're gonna make a movie about teenagers, they always do this. They'll have like. Two minutes in a classroom where the English teacher is like reading – they happen to be reading a book that deals with the themes that they're going to be dealing with in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> uh, so Othello, guys, is uh, – and then the whole theme is based on the Othello theme. Whatever it is, like two or three of those two-minute scenes. But when you think about teenagers, they spend eight hours of their waking day in high school. Half of their 14, waking days. At- 14 hours they're sleeping a day. So that means there's only like three hours a day where they're outside of high school awake. So a movie about teenagers needs to take place primarily in high school. Yeah, yeah. And have, and like, as a, like... have a cool, suave English slash drama teacher <laughs> built in there, right? Who's maybe like, I'm saying late 20s, early 30s, maybe got a wispy uh, beard coming in. I think, I think you've just... I think you've just sold yourself for uh, Spider-Man 2, buddy. I think you're going to be in that. <laughs> okay, so um, Spider-Man. Uh, guys, uh, I'm Peter, um, go ahead and pull out your copy of Of Mice and Men. <laughs> We're going to do some reading. <laughs> What's the theme of that one? What's the theme of that movie? I guess Spider-Man has to kill like a really slow villain. <laughs> a, really, a really good friend. Like his best friend. He's got to kill him. I didn't use retard in there. <laughs> he's got to kill his best friend. Like... <laughs> Uh, the the kid from the first movie, he's like, oh <laughs> shit, you know what? I gotta kill you. Now. <laughs> Prom's a week away. I wish we could go together, buddy. But look over in distance. <laughs> he webs him in there, right in the back of the head. Snap. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looked good though. It does look good. Uh, the vulture. What do you think yep, about the vulture? That, that that might be one of the things that I'm excited about the most. Is you only got a little snippet. But I like – it looked like he was just playing it straight up like I'm a threatening motherfucker and like yeah. I'm a badass. I'm not like a big Whoa, Spider-Man. I'm the vulture. I'm the vulture yeah. or like the old like I'm the vulture, like trying to make it bird-like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just, just straight up like I'm threatening and I will yeah. kill you if you get in my way. If you get in my way, I will kill you. I will kill you and your family. And your family. <laughs> it was – it was yeah. good. Plus Marissa Tomei, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mar- Marissa Tomei. 
Aunt May, I'd like to. Mm. <laughs> and that uh, Aunt May, I. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, let me get the. I pulled up my collar. No one can see that on the podcast, <laughs> but I did a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I think that the the of course a lot of people really like the uh, limo scene with the. Come here. Yeah. And I wasn't hugging you. I was just opening the door. <laughs> Um, some people have been upset that Tony Stark's going to be in it. They're worried. They're like, they don't want Iron Man to overshadow the Spider-Man movie, but I think it's going to be clutch. I think it's going to be good well, because I've, this Spider-Man is like a, a teenager, right? Like who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And I'm, I'm like, I kind of like the idea of someone kind of being like, Hey kid, no, wait, come on, kid. Let's, you know, like a sort of a mentor for him. Well, the, the theme of what appears to be the theme of the movie is that whole, like, what is hard about being a teenager that we just don't get many movies made about is you have to wait. I know you want to do all this stuff right now, but you have it's high school. You have to go through it. Yeah, I know it's going to be boring. I know it's going to be tough. I know you're going to get made fun of. I know you're ready to be out in the real world, but you have to wait. And I really like that as what looks like an yeah. emerging theme in this. He wants to be a superhero, and he wants to fight the big villains. And Tony's like, listen, I know, but you're not ready. you got to wait. Because I mean, imagine you at four. Remember when you were fourteen, you're like, "Man, mom, why won't you let me go and play with my punk bed at this bar?" It's yeah. cool, you know? you're not going to a bar, Josh. You're fifteen, like, Josh. God, I'm an adult, mom. God, I can't wait to be in the real world. <laughs> we can we can play at any bar I want. <laughs> uh, so last movie, everybody knows. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what the best trailer that came out was. There's no way around it. We're Not just gonna three. say it. One, three, two, oh, two three. One. Marley and me. <laughs> Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Shit. Volume we way two. off on that one. Uh, Pump up oh the my volume. god, that may have been the one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. It's so good. It's so it may good. have been like the best trailer I've seen since Guardians of the Galaxy one. It's <laughs> the first trailer. <laughs> uh, Baby Groot. Baby Groot is, is adorable. <laughs> it was fantastic. Everything about it was great. The scene after the cut where it's uh, um, Batista doing the – and they're oh. in the little room. He's like, ha, 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 ha. It was wonderful. It yeah, was Batista great. looks like he's he's getting his comedy chops up for this one, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks really good. And the best part, you didn't even get Kurt Russell in it, and it was still amazing. You didn't even yeah. get like you, what people are excited about. We saw no one extra in it yep. but those folks yeah. and uh, – it can only it can only look up. It can only get better. There was how like, amazing it wasn't is like, And this time we're adding Anthony Hopkins to the trailer. It was just straight up like, hey, yeah, we're not giving you, you anything you in the trailer snake. more than more than what you got in the first time. And you know what? You're gonna fucking love it. We're not bringing in any special we, tricks. We, we're gonna we didn't get that a, shit. It's uh, your old buddy Jack Burton here. The, <laughs> the pork, pork chop, chop express. express. I, I hope that there's a pork chop express joke. I hope there's some sort of like well, failed that eighties reference. Maybe there will be. Maybe like maybe oh maybe um Star Lord will have the uh, the oh, tank top the shirt. Yeah, that would be badass. Oh, that'd be great. By the that'd way, can we just get if they ever do a remake? I mean, you, I would say just remake it with Kurt Russell. But I feel like Chris Pratt would be a great uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell. They're <laughs> doing Big Trouble in Little China. There is a remake of it. Is there? Yeah. Guess who's going to be in it? The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> it's The Rock. I'm pretty sure it's The <laughs> That's Rock. That's my guess could, for everything. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let me double check. Like, I'm going to do something you're not supposed to do on the on the radio, and I'm going to I'm gonna check really quick. Uh, let's see. Um, he is big... The Rock. He's The Rockefeller. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my guess to anything now. Anytime someone says, hey, oh, they cast so-and-so. Do you know who it is? I'm like, is it The Rock? And there's a 50% chance I'm going to be right. Yeah, it's him. It's it's uh, he is Jack Burton. I not don't my, think you can not take... my Jack Burton. No, not my hashtag. Not my Jack Burton. I want my Jack Burton to be white. <laughs> no, no, we don't know. Awful. No. no, that's not what I mean. No, no we live in Trump America now. It's okay. You can say you can say things like that. <laughs> no, no, it's not okay at all. I want my Jack Burton to look like hashtag Kurt Trump Russell. Burton. I... All right, so those are our trailers. Those Best are, trailer aren't our trailers. <laughs> no, there's not. But those are the trailers we're talking about. Best trailer was definitely Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yep. Uh, I can't wait. I've got I'm gonna like call a, it right now. Best movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. <laughs> Pump up the it, volume. Yeah, 
out of out of all those, all yeah. of those, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the best. It's gonna be the best one. All right. So, comic book Christmas list, buddy. Speaking of pump up the volume, do you remember that movie yeah. with Christian Slater, uh, where he does the uh, underground radio show? No. Oh, you gotta watch no. it. It was like podcast before podcast. Do you, do you remember? Volume. Check it out. Do you remember the the No Effects album, Pump Up the Volume? Yes, I do remember that. All right, all right. Ooh, Good. Speaking <laughs> of which, side note, punk rock talk, the punk rock corner here. Uh, Fat Records release, released released um, a documentary. Uh, yes. about like their 20 years that just came out that I really want to see. I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I do want to see. I yeah, saw I the trailer for it. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll take me back to being a kid, and I'll be like, yeah! <laughs> it's going to be great. And that is uh, Punk Rock Corner, and now back to Comic Exposure. All right, so Comic Book Christmas List. We got a couple couple, couple things we're going to talk about. I'm gonna I got my list. i bells in the background while you're doing this. Go ahead. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> you could put them in post. Just add them in post and be actual oh. sleigh bells. Because it just sounds like you're going... Ch -ch 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 -ch. Okay, so here, right now, enjoy the sounds of winter. So, on the comic book Christmas list, uh, you and I constructed our own list of nerdy things that we would like to have stuffed in our stockings. Up in our I mean, stockings. Uh, all up. All up in my stocking. Yeah. You ever had a comic book rolled up and shoved up your stocking? Well, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. So uh, we both made our list of comic book Christmas lists. I checked mine I've twice. A, you checked. I checked mine twice too. Mm -hmm. uh, I also got some input from some listeners to the show Ooh. who have their co some comic book Christmas stuff that they would like for Christmas. Okay. So we're going to share all that, and then we also have like a something we would give to someone to get them into comic books, cool. right? So, Travis, we're doing tit for tat, right? Tit for tat. Tat for tat. Taint for tit. I'll show you my taint. You show me your tits. So we've got we've got three three comic books and then two nerd items. Is that what you did? What did you do? Did we follow the same work? Yeah, I got I got several things in this list, so I can. You just have a list. You do you. All right, so let's go. Let's go. I want to hear your first comic book on your comic book Christmas list. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start off with a simple one. Not very expensive. Not very glamorous, but something I've been wanting to read for a while. Haven't picked up. And that is worst X Man ever. This is something oh. that you, you told me about. It was like yeah. a little, um, I think like three mini issue series? mini series. Uh, I think it might be six. six. I think the whole thing's like six. six. Yeah. yeah, and it like follows the idea of this X X Men character who has the worst X Men power ever. It just yeah. explodes. And it when this kid explodes, apparently, like, that's it. It's not like I explode and then reassemble and can explode again. It's just. I can explode and then die. Then, um, then and uh, I think he, you and someone else have mentioned this to me. And, and I'm like, oh, that's such a great concept. And I, I know you can get the collected uh, series of it, but I want to get like the single issues of it. I feel like it would be a, a fun one to have in single issues and just be able to read like that X-Men story. So I don't know much about it, nor do I want to know much about it other than the premise of the book. Um, and so that I want to pick up in, I would love to have single issues bagged and boarded and then jammed in, into your stocking, right into my stocking, right? Right into my stocking there. <laughs> right in your stocking. All right. So the first one on my list, the first one on my list is the fade out deluxe edition, uh, by Brubaker and Phillips. Uh, I want the whole thing. It's all three volumes and a nice hard cover with a gorgeous cover on it. Have you seen the cover to this thing? I'm just crossing it off my list. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a beautiful a beautiful cover. If I can say yeah, so. Yeah, it's one of those books that's bound really nice. Yeah. Uh and it definitely it's on my list and that's like number 1 on my list is that uh that Fade Out Deluxe Edition. That that's a money looking book. Yeah, and it's also um uh, that that series is a series that's an easy reread, and yes. so you might it's it's one of those where it would be nice to have it in like a hardbound. And I'm gonna be book. honest, I didn't finish it. I didn't finish the series. Uh, I, I, did I read. I probably watched, I probably read the first two volumes of it, but then I then like I was like, oh, I'll just wait for the trade because I was getting it in single issues, but I never picked up the last trade, and so I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna buy the whole thing hardcover, baby. I'm like, it's a good reread. I'm like, wait, did I finish? 
<laughs> no, no, you didn't reread. But you read you read the first volume. Well, no, and I and I read some a bunch of single issues after that, and by I can't I couldn't have been more than an issue away from the finale. Maybe, maybe because I, I, I own like four or five single issues, and I think there's only like what like a twelve issue. It's twelve, issue yeah. Run. So it's four, four. I think it's four, four, and four. So each volume was four issues. I think. Okay. That's a, but that's they're a like, good one. They're like fatty four issues, dude. They're, yeah, they're like fatty, they fatty boomalatty. The fatty four. So I like that hardcover book shoved right in my stock. Packed right in there deep. Next is some uh, candy canes and some yeah, Christmas yeah. mints. What's what's next on your list, buddy? What's um, next on your list? Next one is is something that uh, I, I've been I wanted to pick up for a long time. And it's one of those that's always winking at me if I go into like a Barnes and Noble or if I'm surfing online, it always comes up recommended for you based on all the other shit you buy. Uh, <laughs> and it's kind of expensive. Uh, it is Transmetropolitan Omnibus One. Transmetropolitan mm. Trans- Trans- by uh, Warren Ellis uh, is something that I've never read. Uh, it came out, you know, in that '90s era when you know um, Vertigo was 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 going dark and and was uh, good, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's always something that I've seen, and I know the concept of it. Like this old journalist, is spider was it spider something? And it's 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 like a political sci-fi thriller, um, and. Very, I think it's a very the idea of like this punk rock, really liberal character has to come against you know these fascist type characters in the future, and I'm like, hey, what a better time to read something like that than now with what's with what's happening in the world, uh, <laughs> true, and and true. to see like what the most liberal rebellious shit in the '90s was compared to like now and. Um, so that's that's something. Have you ever um, read any transmetropolitan? No, I, I haven't. But it always also shows up on my list of stuff that I should read. <laughs> it's one of those like it's 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 kind of it, it. It would be something that I would be like, oh, let's read this for the podcast. But there's, I feel like there's so much there, and it would be tough to find a guest that I feel like it's probably it could be maybe really dated. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if that would be the best to like. Uh, do for a comic book club but uh, that's why I'm putting it on my list and I have a feeling that it is a book that I would enjoy so I would probably buy volume one volume two volume three so why not just spend the hundred bucks and get the omnibus omnibus. yeah yeah Uh, second on my list second on my list is uh, the secret path uh, by Jeff Lemire it is an an album Plus a graphic novel combined together, so there, it's a digi- it's like a a digital download of an album, and it's the story of a uh, a twelve year old boy who uh, is running away from an Indian school, like when they took all the the um, you know the kids uh, off reservation and threw them in these kind of transitional schools mm-hmm. to try to make them American, and so he dies running away from the school to go home. And so it's like his his home is like 400 miles away from the school he's at. Uh, one, I love Jeff Lemire. Um, it, one of the one of the early books, one of my favorite ones that we did was Underwater Welder. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, th- uh, actually, wait, no, that's not that's not Jeff Lemire. That's yeah, Jeff Lemire's underwater, Jeff, underwater yeah. welder. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Lemire. And so. Um, I, I love his bizarro style, and then I just think that he would do a wonderful job with a book like that. And then there's music with it. It's called like Secret two things Path. I, yeah, Secret Path. Huh. So two things I love, uh, Jeff Lemire, uh, like comic books and, and music. So It I'm sounds in. like a self-help book. Like when you said, uh, my next choice is The Secret Path. S- secret Path. Um, the Secret Path I'd... to Success, The Secret Path to Happiness. I'd like to get nope. those both as a double-bound book. Uh, I feel like I could um, improve some things in my life and what better time to start than the new year. So um, maybe it's not comic book related, Travis, but I'm definitely going to jam that way I'm deep in my stocking. D- definitely definitely going to put that in my stocking. <laughs> but no, real, so that, that's, the, that's the second one on my list. Can we it's do something the next that I... one as an NPR voice where we just where th- we kind of talk and, and bring I it down? I think that's probably, probably a good idea. Yeah. So Travis, what's next on, on your list? Um, next on my comic book Christmas list is uh, 
uh, a book we've actually read for the podcast. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it was just annoy the piss out of our listeners. Um, so this one is it's one that's brought up again, like in the in the best of shows. We read it really, really early on, and every time we talk about books that like, oh, I gotta read the next volume of this. I know I'm gonna like it. It's Lock and Key. Uh, Joe Hill's Lock and Key. Now I don't want volume two. I want the slip cover version of all the volumes they have them all in one it used to be like a yeah. hundred bucks now it's like 60 bucks and you can get i think there's six volumes of lock and key that are jammed into this like kind of nice looking slip cover um so you can have on your shelf all together you don't have to use a bucket when you want to give them to your friends because i think that <laughs> i think once i finish that series it seems like a series that is has a cult following and you could give that slip to someone and be like, hey, read these. It's kind of like the Narnia slip yeah. cover books, you know, where you're like that. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've talked in the past about books we've wanted to catch up on that we've read for the podcast. That's one that I've been kept telling myself, buy them, just buy the next one, buy the next one, buy the next one. Uh, and now that's like 60 bucks, I might have to break down in my Christmas list and be like, oh, Santa's going to get something for himself this year. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I like that. Uh, so on my list, the the last and here's the thing my my comic book list is a, a giant list of of stuff that I'd like to read but next on my list to to wheedle it down to the next thing um, I would really and and I kind of like uh, found this um, I really like I want to go back and uh, there is a deluxe edition of Darwin Cook's The New Frontier like a big fat hardcover version of it. Uh, and so I think that would be um, the next thing on my list. It, it's the hardcover is somewhere around if you can find it, it's like 70, 80 bucks. Uh, that would be my my next. Uh, that would be the last comic on, on our comic book Christmas list would be uh, this big fat hardcover version of New Frontier uh, by Darwin Cook. One, because Darwin Cook is amazing. Uh, and then two. It was amazing. Well, he's still amazing, regardless of whether he's here or not. He's he's still amazing. Uh, and uh, it's like it's DC comic book heroes the way I want to see them, right? Yeah. Like golden, golden shit. Yeah, cause, you know, it's got that wonderful kind of cartoon, cartoony vibe to it, like you said. And that's how I want. That's how I want my DC superheroes. Uh, and so it's a big hardcover version of it, mm. uh, fancy schmancy one to have on your bookshelf. That big that's, that's hardcover my- version just. Just yeah, there's not a, not a lot of room already. There's not a lot of room, so you really no. gotta squeeze that there's in one there. Other, another hardcover in there. You gotta. No, I hope your I hope your stocking's got some spandex in it because that shit just might rip right through that stocking. Stretchy span, stretchy, stretchy, stretchy uh, stocking. All right, All so right. nerdy things uh, besides um, um, comics. All right, I'm gonna switch it. You go first on this one. All right, so nerdy things beside comics that that I want on my on my comic book Christmas list. All right, so this has been something that has been in my Amazon wish list for a very long time, uh, not a very long time, but long enough for me to say that it's been in there for a while. Um, I want the uh, there. Are, there's either two. There's two versions of this. Uh, what I really would like is the Greg Capullo, um, the DC collectible, the designer series, Batman Zero Year figure. The sleeveless end of the world Batman, but he's still got the purple gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got like he has the um, he's got the crossbow and the backpack on and stuff. Uh, so it it is a, and he's got that super mad ass grumpy Greg Capullo Batman <laughs> face. He's just he's like pissed as hell. Uh, I want I want that. <laughs> that's that's my nice. my not. It's comic book related, but but uh, it's just a little toy that I want. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I will go through and pick uh, put mine on on that thing. One of mine was also a figurine as well. <laughs> I ha- I wanted the DC. It's the new DC Vertigo, the preacher full size porcelain statue. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's Jesse Custer from the uh, the comic yeah. comic books. Yeah. It's all done in porcelain. He's standing over his fried grandmother, like, you know, after he blows him up. He's yeah. lighting a cigarette, and it's like 12 inches of, like, porcel- porcelain greatness. And I'm like, uh, 378 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> now wait a minute. I did get you a tulip action figure. It's in, I I, and I do have it in my room. It's it's sitting right up in. Every morning I wake up, I give it a little kiss. Little little kiss. The wake tulip. Up, little tulip. We gotta go home. All right. And so my last thing on my on my list is nerdy, uh, but it may not be. Uh, it's not comic book nerdy. So it's not like a board game, or it's not like nerdy in that sense. Uh, there's a book. Uh, it's called Post. It's a look at influential post-hardcore from 1985 to 2007. Okay. So it's it's a super, like, uh, music nerd book about, like, the era of, of like, music that I love. Uh, sort of, you know, the post-hardcore scene with, uh, I guess, emo would be the, the, the phrase Ready that, that you... Ready in the full effect in the house. A, a little, like, a little before that. So, like, Sunny Day Real Estate and Braid oh. and Cap and Jazz and... And sort of all that sort of stuff. And so it's a book with some conversations with those, some guys and, and talk about like the scene and, and, and where it took off and stuff like that. And so that's like a super that's that's my other nerdy love is is music. And so uh, that that little call out would go to that. My, that that's it's post. It's written by Eric Grubbs uh, and it's a post a look at influential the influence of post hardcore 1985 to 2007. Nice. Nice. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I put uh, on there the Elstree 1976 documentary uh, about uh, Star Wars. So they had they filmed this documentary in 19 uh, called Elstree 1976 uh, in England, and it has a bunch of people in the original Star Wars movie, like everyone from like people who were just in backgrounds and mask. And it yeah. talks about how people who had these little tiny little tiny little parts. Uh, like what that did for their lives, and like uh, you know, the idea that oh, they thought they're gonna be really famous, or they they were able to make a living off of just being in this mask at like conventions and things like that. Yeah. And the positives, the cons, and the pros of of, of being in the surrounding Star Wars universe, but not being one of like the big five, you know. Uh, yeah. And so that was that came out. That was released like a film festival in 2015, and now it's out on uh, DVD. Uh, Elstree 1976. So as I know, once Rogue comes out, I'm going to be in a Star Wars mood. It's like yeah. one of the you know, anytime you a new Star Wars comes out, you're like, oh, I gotta go rewatch the old when, ones. When does it come? When do you get to watch it in Japan? When does it come out? Uh, it actually comes out. It it releases the same days in the states. That movie actually comes out the same day in the states. <clears throat> but I'll be in Germany. Uh, Ooh, I've already got my tickets, buddy. Germany. I've already got my tickets. Right, I'm you, there. What are you saying? What are you saying? I got like, my tickets. So I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm going to say it before. I'm going to see it before you. That's uh, what I'm saying. Well, maybe if the time zone is different in Germany, uh, I was trying to do a German accent. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Wouldn't you might be singing a different tune soon, my friend. <laughs> mein Kampf. That was a terrible, mein, terrible German. Und mein Kampf und und. <laughs> All right, so. I've got some comic book. Uh, I, I I put the call out to some uh, some friends of the show, some listeners of the show, and got their comic book gifts that they would you like. Put up the comic exposures uh, symbol <laughs> symbol in the air. You flew yeah, it I high. threw it up in the air, and uh, people came. Uh, so there, we have a, a a friendly podcast that we're friends with. It's called Joy Sandwich. Uh, you should check out the podcast. You can check them out on on Twitter. It's at Joy Sandwich, and they really just talk about what makes them happy. That's what the show's about. Uh, they the, the two uh, that do the podcast. Uh, they talk about how um, they love the things that they love, and they just do every every episode is just something they enjoy and how it brings them joy. It's like this real like sort of positive affirmation mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. Like they're comic book nerdy people too, and so one of the things that they put on their list, they did like a, they did their own list of like good gifts, like nerd gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things that's on their list, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you, and then I'll tweet it out. But it it's uh, Mondo. Uh, oh. So Mondo tees, they do like vinyl records and yeah, pins yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did this giant set of Marvel pins, and they're 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 that's just fantastic. That they dope. are. Oh wow, they did quite a few of them too. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Uh, some is that really an rad angel in there. That is an archangel, Jeez, like straight up wow. '90s Marvel ones, uh, and they are really rad. And so uh, that's badass. Are, that's a good call. Those are. Those are really rad. That was a really good pick, and so I wanted to I wanted to throw that out there. Mondo, they're like ten bucks a piece. These Marvel these Marvel pins out by Mondo. Uh, you should you should check those out. So I thought that was cool. Uh, 
a buddy of ours who's been on this show, a friend of ours who's been on the show, uh, Brent Jackson, our man Brent, who came on the podcast, hey, a listener Brent. of ours. Uh, he came on and he uh, said that his 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 list would be um, he wants to see uh, Werewolf at Night Omnibus. He's he's a big fan of, oh, of that. Uh, Kurt. Um, yeah. So yeah. he want he wants Werewolf by uh, Werewolf by Night. Jerry Conway uh, did it, uh, and so he wants uh, he, he wants that one. Marv Wolfman Wait, is, it, is in is it. it. Is it? Already an omnibus? Uh, he's yeah, it is an or omnibus. Or he's like one for Christmas for them to make no, that. <laughs> it is an omnibus. Okay. There is an omnibus. Uh, he he wants that in his. He wants that shoved inside. I thought that was. Inside. I thought that was. He cute. wants it he's, made. He's like, the only thing I want for Christmas is for them to make a werewolf by night omnibus. I don't no. even. I don't even have to buy it. I just. I want it out in the world. The Christmas. Yeah. Miracle. No. So it's. It's there. It's okay. there. You can get it. Uh, so then uh, we had another another uh, follower on Twitter at uh, Leo Marquez eighty five. He went old school. He went with like serious uh, single issues. He wants Amazing Spider Man issue one hundred one and X Men one hundred. Those are those are oh, his wow. like. He, he wants those two issues uh, not rolled up. He wants them bagged and boarded. Wait, so we can't jam them down his stocking? Is what you're saying? He probably he wants them. He probably wants them. I don't know if he wants them slabbed or not. But you can get him slabbed. Yeah, and then slab right well, up. We're gonna have to his... slather the slab with something to to really grease that in that stocking. Because this stocking is jammed. Stocking. It's jammed. I can put the <laughs> mondo pins on the outside. I can I can clip those on the outside. We're fine there. <laughs> but this stocking is full. Uh, and then. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a couple other listeners who are like you know what this is this is what I want to this is what I want to see in the pot this is what I would like to see stuffed in my stuffed in my stocking uh, so I don't know Travis do you know about the NES Mini the NES Mini have you yeah, heard about the, that is it a Nintendo System Mini yeah it's it's a got mini it. one and Nailed so it. this is the thing that everybody wants so a couple guys who've been on the podcast uh, have requested they would uh, th- they would like one of these. Uh, I've got a couple friends uh, out there in the world. So my buddy Matt Warmbier, uh, mm. who I tried to get on the podcast, didn't work. He was going to come on for Doctor Strange first, but didn't work. He wants himself an NES Mini, but he can't find one without spending like three hundred dollars on it. How much they re- retail for? They retail for like seventy, but they're sold out. So the oh. only way you can get them is to like murder your grandmother and. Then I think like the the you know the NES gods will grant you one. Uh, Blood sacrifice. <laughs> Eric Eilertson, who's been on the show, he came on mm-hmm. the show. Uh, he said he wants a Mega Blocks Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> he wants uh, he wants a board game called Terraforming Mars, which I've seen, which is mm-hmm. good. I'd like to. I, that's on my list of nerd wants stuff. Wants to get laid. Well, he's married, so it's <laughs> happened at least he's got he's got two kids. Nope, so don't happened. believe it. Sorry, don't believe it. Not with that list. Uh, Not with that list. Uh, uh, another another uh, pal of mine, uh, Roscoe, who's been on the show. Roscoe, uh, Roscoe, Roscoe Pico Train. Uh, his list is a little ridiculous. This is I think I'm going to give you his list. Right? <laughs> he says uh, he wants to renew his vows on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, <laughs> that's his first thing. Uh, he would like. Uh, a spaceship bed with a heads-up display. How? How? What? Who is this dude? Um, and he wants. This is where the you think that was nerdy. Wait till you do this. He wants a repl- He wants a replica of uh, Orchrist the Goblin Cleaver from The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> but Roscoe's a dear friend myself. of mine. A dear friend. A dear friend in nerd who wants that stuff. Uh, my other pal Josh Beeler says he wants a, a Raspberry Pi that he can turn into uh, a video game emulator. That's like uh, an Android thing. He wants he wants to turn that into uh, his uh, <clears throat> uh, like a video game console. A Paper Girls Volume Two, which I would tell him, Josh mm-hmm. Beeler, it is there. Yeah. Go get it and cram it's it up cheap. your stocking, yeah, buddy. It's cheap man, it is. It's like that's, like, that's, a, that's an add-on purchase in Amazon, baby. Yeah, you buy something and you're like, yeah, shit, yeah. what's twelve more bucks? And then you get it. Uh, and then he wants the complete neat stuff uh, by Peter. I think it's Peter Badge, uh, and then that's out on Fantagraphics, uh, which is like if you want the the like the indiest of indie stuff, you buy it from Fantagraphics, and so that's mm-hmm. his giant indie comic that he wants is nice. the complete neat stuff. So that's uh, that's a, a list of comic book Christmas stuff from from around the internet. Uh, nice. Some some pals of the show. So Travis Rats, 
is there anything you want to say to our guests? Well, I want to. I want to pick. Uh, we we picked each. Oh, that's right. Remember, <clears throat> this is called comic exposure, and so if you're listening, yeah. to this, maybe you read comics, maybe you don't. Um, we talked about what would what's a great gift to give someone who's in your your fly zone, right? Like, but maybe yeah. they're, they're they're circling around you, a coworker you talk to at work, uh, but maybe he's not in the comics. Uh, a friend of a friend who's not in the comics. What's something that would be a good gift to give them to show them? Hey, comics can be fun. I think you might like this. And so we each picked a gift that you could give them. Um, you want me to go first? I do because you dropped this on me thirty minutes before the show, so I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear what yours is and then go. In the oh, text, yeah, you said okay. You said well, of course done. I did. You said done. I do believe. It. Yeah, it was definitely done. Is what I wrote. <laughs> Which I, right. oh well, yeah, it's one of mine. I'm gonna go with. It just came out. It's thirty six bucks. This is this is a great price for what you get. You get the slipcover Greg Capula, uh, Scott Snyder first three volumes of their that's the court of owls uh all the way up to um the first three volumes in their their run and that they all about run. owls is it? it's like yeah. court of owls like night of, of owls i don't know like, yeah yeah um but let me get the uh, oh anyways it's the first three uh volumes so you're getting a tremendous amount of story in this nice slip case that their run on batman the thing about it is everyone knows who Batman is, whether they read, read comics or don't read comics. So if they unwrap this, they're like, is this Batman comics? You're like, yeah, but these are good Batman comics. Read these, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. And they'll read that and they'll be like, oh, dude, I actually really like this. Are there more of these? And you might convert someone. You might. That's a good. That's a really good pick. That's a cheap $36 for what could possibly be – a new lifelong obsession with comics. So here I have, I have two possibilities, mm-hmm. two possibilities uh, because I know so many people who watch the walking dead. Mm-hmm. So many people who watch the walking dead, I would never buy someone the omnibus, mm-hmm. the first omnibus. That's, that's too many. That's too yeah, much. Comic. Too much. It's too much comic for a newbie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's black and white. I, yeah. But they break it up into books, not volumes. There's books. And so it's like three trades in one or two trades in yeah. one, something like that. The first volume of that would be a really good one for someone who's who's big into the show, yeah. who likes the show, but has never read a comic. And you can go, hey, you really like that. Here's one nice little hardcover of the first two arcs, the first two yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, trades of it. Compare, really good compare it to the show. Yeah. And then we could talk about how it's the same as a show or different than the show. And then you get someone hooked into a different way of looking at uh, of culture. Yeah. But that's that's kind of that's kind of like uh, that's one. But I'm going to tell you what I can't I can't stop thinking about this book. It was the last book on our podcast, and this was the one that immediately came to mind when you asked me this. Uh, I just want to I just want to shove my copy of <laughs> I want to shove my copy of Sheriff of Babylon. I'm going to roll it up nice and tight, and I'm going to shove it in someone's stocking. Uh, because whether I think it's a great book, whether you're into comic books or not. Yeah. So I think Walking Dead is kind of like, hey, you like that show? Uh, I think you're right. That that Batman book, <clears throat> those first three volumes would be great for someone to check out. It's a good price on it. But I think if you could give this to someone who thinks that comics are Batman and that's why they don't want to read them, or someone who thinks that comics have to be uh superheroes or zombies because they know the walking dead was a comic book Mm -hmm. i think that that would be a great one to give someone so they can go well shit that's not at all what i expected out of a comic book because after reading it i was like well i didn't expect that at all like i heard it was good and people told me it was good uh but it was way better than i thought it was going to be so hell that's my for the price points on these for like 55 bucks you can get all three the, yeah. the slipcover of Batman, Sheriff of Babylon, and the first volume of – not first volume, the first book of The Walking Dead. Or certainly the yeah. first volume for, for under yeah. 50 and all that stuff. So I bought, I bought that for my dad. He had, a, uh, he had to go into surgery probably about two years ago. And I was like, hey, dad, here, take this. And so I bought um, the first like, hey, dad, two trades. Take this book where the opening scene is someone who goes into like a coma in a hospital and doesn't wake up and there's zombies but, everywhere. Like, my dad's not a book guy. He doesn't read books, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I'm going to give you this. Let's ha- I'm going to have you read this. You should check it out. 
Uh, so he was like, I really liked it. It was good. And so uh, even my dad enjoyed The Walking Dead as a comic. So I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good choice. Well, get your dad's sex criminals because apparently <laughs> he loves it. They do. They Apparently dads love sex criminals. All right, man. It is that time of the podcast where we All say right. to our listeners, God bless you, each and every one of you. <laughs> yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember you can find Comic Exposure on Twitter at Comic Exposure. Check out all of our old episodes, uh, www.comicexposure.com. All of the archives are up there. You can go back. You can go back to a whole year ago and listen to that comic. Uh, we, you can listen to that comic book club. Oh, damn. Where we I talked hope we didn't about, repeat our gifts. <laughs> I think you did. I, I think you said lock and key last year, but you were like, it's too expensive. But... <laughs> I made sure I didn't repeat mine. I don't know about you. You listened to but the goddamn podcast, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, but once you said it, I'm like, I think we've talked about this before. But that's okay. That just means how desperate you are to read the rest Someone of Locking. get me that book <laughs> out there, listeners. My address right. is PSC 561, <laughs> box number. So, it is a real address. It is not... It is not a, a Optimus Prime base out in outer space. Box number. It sounds fake. I want you to know, uh, and aside from the podcast, uh, you sent you sent my family a bunch of oh. Japanese candy which and food, which we've been eating today, which has been really weird. And then, All weird flavors and textures. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but uh, when I got the box, Gabby was like, how, how do they have the U.S. Postal Service? I'm like... He sent it from base, and she goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Between this and your Westworld comment she made, like, I feel like Gabby's losing it. I think she is, too. Being a principal is like, it's eating away at her brain, and she can't do it. (laughs) So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, go listen to some old podcasts. Go listen to last year's Comic Book Club episode. Uh, And you know what you should do this Christmas, ladies and gentlemen? Buy your friends a comic book. Pick something you love, give it to someone you know, and be like, you know what? I know you probably don't read comic books, but I love comic books, and we have some stuff in common. I think you'd like this too. It's free. It's a gift. Yeah, Yeah. expose someone. Show them all of your comic book nerdiness. Yeah, just just open up. Open up your heart. Open up, expose your comic bookness, and then shove it in their stockings. Shove it down their throats. I mean, stockings. Right right in their stocking. Uh, So... Travis Rats, always a pleasure. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next trade, which I do believe is Prez. Prez. A, a, little, a little election talk on uh, for Prez is the next Comic Book Club episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next trade.